The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. Hey guys, which is what every boring YouTuber does. Sure. And an exciting YouTuber too. Yeah. It's a plague on society. Hey everyone, welcome to the afternoons. Uh, Doesn't matter when or where you're listening, it's always hey. the afternoon. I got it this time, Ken. That's the I slogan. That's yes. the slogan. We yes. couldn't remember that. We yep. don't write a lot of things we down. We don't. Uh-uh. We just fly in. We uh-huh. just go. That's what microphones are for. That's why you write from the mic. You press, yes. Ken, you write from the mic. You know that if I could write a book... Not not write a book like dictation. Correct. But if I could just talk books on podcasts and someone else goes back and writes it, writes down. it down, I'd probably author a lot of books. I believe that is called, what's it called when somebody like, uh, it's not dictation, it's like they, uh, um, I did it as a job when I lived in New York for like a month. It's uh, miserable. St- uh, uh, a court stenographer? No. <laughs> What? How do those court stenographer things work? Have you ever looked at those? Yes. Just looks like they're playing two pedals. Have you ever? Have you ever been depositioned? Uh, uh, thank God, no. I've been depositioned quite a few times because my old job. Because of my old job, like oh, injure right. someone, sue oh, the mall. Because right, 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 I, right, right, I right. fell down. It's my fault, but I'm going to sue you guys for money. Right, Most right. of the time, malls settle out of court for like uh-huh. ten thousand uh-huh. upfront to get it cheaper, right? Makes but yeah, sense. no, and I've started there. I always thought growing up there was like a super typewriter with A through, what is that, the Q- QWERTY the keyboard? QWERTY, yeah. No, it's got like symbols and alien kind of like, uh, you know. It's like crop circles? Monolith stuff, yeah. It's it's the weirdest a Picture thing. of Stonehenge? If you're a, a The Easter Head Islands? Yes, exactly. Mm. You know, like the, the cover of the Who's Next album, like they're all <laughs> peeing on those monoliths? Yes. It's like that. And okay. uh, if you're a court stenographer out there and you're a fan of the afternoons, um, go ahead and write us. Maybe send us a video of your machine. Please, yes. Yeah, send us a video, a picture, a, yeah. an instructional video. Listen, we could look this up on YouTube, but again... Yeah. We don't want to do things. And it, no. It's the no. afternoons. It's, it's the afternoons. The most after, people are taking naps. Yeah, afternoons are lazy, wonderful, lazy, lazy. Yeah, really Those court is. stenographers make some good money, too. But yeah. you have to travel around. Oh, no, you have to. You're all over. You go around. My buddy, who now lives in Nashville, um, he is yeah. he's actually making an amazing documentary about a cafe down there oh. called the Bluebird Cafe. And they, they're they shooting the documentary right now, and uh-huh. they posted a picture. They actually got Taylor Swift to come and uh, be part of the Taylor documentary. And yeah, and they're getting some big country stars down there. Oh, but it's a, like it's a small, it's kind of like, um, you know, like the original room in the comedy store. Yes. But it's for country music. I, I mean, I've been in Nashville a couple of times. Okay. It's striking a bell because I, I research. I, I yeah. have so much fun. I bring up like Wikipedia and let me mm. learn about Nashville. Right. <laughs> I've heard that before. I'm trying to think. I've probably been in. Dummy's Guide to Nashville? Yeah. Starring Ken Nashville? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, just but anyway. hung out on Broadway, honky tonk. So your buddy was a stenographer. So he, no, he was a, he was a videographer for court depositions. Another and He had some incredible stories. Like he did the deposition for uh, Sugar Shane Mosley's divorce. Really? Yeah. And uh, but he always said that those stenographers would come in, kind of like um, like the lawyer that didn't have it all together, stuff <laughs> flying out of the thing, and they just set their machine down and just like just boom. get to work. Boom, boom, yeah. boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Uh, see, but that's the fascinating thing about it because I've only been there for like liability cases and a couple criminal cases okay. and stuff like that. But uh, I always want—I'm like these people 
in a random office in Orange mm-hmm. County or for 150 an hour coming in to take this stuff down, mm-hmm. they're hearing the craziest stuff. Oh, my God. And they gotta, you got to trust that they're going to go home and not blab it to the world. Right. They have to sign an NDA, but yeah. you gotta, you got to imagine right. that they're going home like, hey, honey, how was your day? You'll never believe <laughs> You'll it. You'll never believe it. Okay. It's kind of like how I made this joke, and yeah. I, this is when the point when my dad said, I think you should be a comedian, right? Yeah. So I, I was in sixth grade. Nah, mm-hmm. fifth grade. And my brother was getting confirmed. Were you Catholic? You grew up Catholic. No, no, no you're no, Christian. No, I'm right? non-denominational Christian. Non-denominational Christian. So I grew up Catholic, right? Yeah. And the last sacrament before you are officially recognized as a member of the church is being confirmed. It's your confirmation, right? Is Bishop. This, is this like Last Crusade? You have to go take a the penance the leap of mansion faith. and the leap of faith. Leap of faith. Okay. You got to step on that invisible bridge. Now and I understand. Walk. You chose wisely. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. So what what happens is the bishop comes in. There's you know there's a couple bishops in the diocese of Pittsburgh, whatever Pennsylvania, and the bishop comes in and everybody gets down and he takes this oil. It's called a chrism, I think, or a chism. I don't know. And okay. and he puts it on your thing and he's like, you pick confirm. He asks you a question. Right, and you right, walk right. away and you have a sponsor and you have a confirmation name. Like my confirmation name was Paul. My brother's was Jerome. Oh. Right. And then my uncle was my confirmation sponsor. My brother, our other uncle was my brother's. Where did you get this confirmation name? At a cat. Oh, you have to like pick it and then do like a research. Paper so it's like on my it. ninth grade Spanish class. I chose the name Ramon. Correct. Got it. My seventh grade German class. I tra- chose the name Lars. Lars Makuga. Lars Makuga works on another <laughs> right? level. Not too have, bad. Ramon Knapsack. Yeah, he's pretty Ramon. good too. Um, yeah. So, so, so I'm, I'm in the back, and all the there's right. two bishops and a bunch of priests, and they're all laughing about mm-hmm. something. And I walk back, and I was, you guys talking about confessions? Because they're not allowed to say anything about right, confessions, right. whatever. Confession. And it was like crickets. Some ah, fifth grader goes back you, there like he's Rodney Dangerfield. Hey, you, you're talking about confession? <laughs> oh, what Mrs. O'Malley say? She really getting it? Big bang boom, Yay. right? I'm a fifth grader because I was the altar boy for my brother's confirmation, oh, right? Which yeah. is even funnier because yeah. I fell asleep on the altar during the con- confirmation. Oh, altar boy. And I went back there and I, I came out. And my dad's like, what happened back there? I was like, I made some joke about confession. He's like, what kind of joke do you make? And I was like, well, they were all back there laughing. And I came back. I was like, what are you guys laughing about confessions? And my dad was like, you said that? And he starts laughing. My dad is uber, uber Catholic, like the yeah. Catholic of Catholicism, oh, right? Yeah. And he's like, did you say that? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, Lou, get over here. It's like, tell them what you just told me. By the end of You're the confirmation, yeah, the end of the confirmation, they're like, tell the story again, tell it again. My, after that, my dad's like, you should be a comedian. I was like, yeah, all right, I'm going to do it. <laughs> I don't know how we got that off, far off track. I don't know, but that's what oh, we, but we love we, doing here. It was court stenographers. Court stenographers. Yeah, from yeah. court stenographers to Josh McCuga insulting priests in Catholic uh, churches. I mean, court stenographers have to get that three o'clock feeling when they're just droning on. Yeah, Are they falling o'clock. asleep? This whole show's a three o'clock feeling, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it a lot. Uh, hey, big news up Tosh. Ta- uh, up Tosh? Up Tosh top. Point oh, is a, a decent yeah. enough show. Uh, big news the, up top. Okay. Uh, the Afternoons has been here on the Knapsack Files podcast feed for a while. That's yes. where you're listening to it right now. But shortly, soon, look for it on its own RSS feed. We'll yes. let you know when that happens. All the episodes that have been aired on the Knapsack Files will be moved over. Uh, they'll stay on the Knapsack Files, but those those first four, five, actually, this is the fifth one, will move on over, yeah. and you'll be able to listen to them there in one spot. Josh, it's the afternoon's its own show. Absolutely. I think it deserves it. I think you yeah. and I, we, it's it's time. We might have a graphic. We might have our own font. Ooh, we'll make some fonts and graphics. Uh, some thumbnails. Oh, I love thumbnails. A banner. A banner. 
Uh, Merchandising. We may even we may throw know. it up on uh, the, maybe the Josh McGuga Show YouTube oh, channel. Oh, I'd love that. Like I'd an audio that. file to yeah, throw it up there. Just, just a nice know, picture of pay, us. Pay like RB three uh, to convert it. Yeah, that's yeah. what the kids do these days, right? Convert it. Yeah, we get. You know, the nice thing about now is too, if you get YouTube Red, which I I got that free month to watch Cobra Kai. Right. I didn't, but yeah. Which, if you ha- you got to watch it. Just I got the free trial, okay. and then I canceled it right away. All right. So it's I mean, but I have it. But now on YouTube Red, which is beautiful, right. is if you start watching a YouTube video, like just say you want to listen to a song, and mm-hmm. let's just say it's Hollow Notes, uh, "You Make My Dreams Come True." Okay. Yeah. And you're in that kind of mood, right? And then you switch off the YouTube, and then the song stops. Yes, drives me crazy. With YouTube Red, it keeps going. Oh, that's how they get you. Yep. That's it. You want to listen to 1980s wrestling themes yes. the entire time? Right. Here comes the axe. Here comes the smasher. Oh, the demolition. Boom. Walking disaster. Yeah, that's where you go and do Correct. it. Right? YouTube Correct. Red. Correct. Uh, so uh, it's been nice lately because yeah. uh, those songs come on. And, you know, sometimes, you, sometimes I don't want to listen to the daily again. The podcast. You like the daily. I do. Podcast. It's like you how I Mark get my Mark Riley, right? Don't you do that? Correct. Yeah. Mark Riley is the Simkowski that we all know and love. The love Smikowski, the right? Sm- yes. He's a constant yes. doomsday prepper, a, mm-hmm. a naysayer. I love him. <laughs> but you know, you know, Mark Riley's the kind of guy yeah. that answers the phone calls from numbers that you don't know. I, he loves it. He does. And I think one day we're He's gonna an antagonizer. To, yes. We're gonna have to get Mark Riley over here yes. on the afternoons to answer for his sins, which are entertaining. Yeah, about um, about why he answers telemarketing calls on purpose to fight with them. Mark Riley is needs to be the next guest because there, we yeah. got a lot of questions for yeah. Mark Riley. He's an angry guy. Yeah, he's the sweetest angry man. Sweetest around. angry man alive. Right. Just uh-huh. he's he's always smiling. He's all. But then all of a sudden, yeah, we're the we're the godparents to his dog Cal. Like okay, do you do the do the um do a phone ring for me. <laughs> Oh, now, who the, who the fuck is this number? Do you guys know a number from 918? Do you know a 918? Hold on. Don't answer it, Riley. Hello? Uh, uh, no, I don't. And you know what? You could stop calling me as well. Yes. No. Yes. Can you believe, people? You don't have to answer it. I love it. I hope Mark Riley is listening right now. I'm going to tip him off. And tell him to jump to about the nine and a half minute mark of this podcast where we call him out on his sins. And then I, I think we need to have him here in the afternoon studios to answer for it because it's the best thing. Ever. He, yes, he needs it's to the be best here. Thing ever. It's he he's like my mother during yeah. dinner. Right. The phone and ring. My mom say, don't answer it. Don't answer it. And then she would get up she and answer. It. And Deb, she come and on. she would scream yeah. on the phone. Who is this? You're calling for who? Do you know him personally? Like. Mom, yes. just stop answering the phone. It's little Kenny down the street. Yeah, he just wants to play with Joshy. <laughs> it's Andrew Tradwick from up the street. <laughs> he's a good kid. So, yes, uh, we Mark Riley is one of our favorite humans. Yeah. Again, like I said, we're godparents to his dog, Cal. I don't know if he's officially named us yeah. godparents to Cal, <laughs> um, but I think we have taken on that role. Um, yeah, I want to know why. It's it's the best thing. Because you know what? We'd get in that writer's room when we when we were gainfully employed, you and I, and uh, he would... He would uh, be like, guys, uh, sorry, I have to get on the phone with uh, uh, my cable company. Yeah. And we'd be like, oh, oh here, we, here go. we go. Get your popcorn ready. Yeah, get your popcorn. <laughs> In the main event. <laughs> and this yeah. is when Cal would come sit at my desk. 
Yeah. And then he would go over to your desk because Uncle yeah. Mark, his dad, was so <laughs> angry at yeah. MCI Telecom. Yes. Whoever is paying, whoever is providing uh, AT&T cable service. I don't know these whatever. days. They're the worst. Uh, anyways. Uh, so we're getting our own channel. Getting our own channel. The reason we're doing that for, yes, I know I'm, I'm going to have like three or four separate podcast feeds out there, but this is where we are now in the mm-hmm. world. Uh, afternoons uh, will be uh, its own thing for, for marketing reasons, marketing. business reasons, and just kind of est- uh, establishing its own little brand, yep. and it's going to be a lot of fun. But look for it. Probably housed at Potomatic and the move out from there. So I just want to give you guys the and, heads up there. And Ken and I are going to try and record Every Tuesday, if we can. For now, for now, it'll for be a now. Tuesday. And then I think you and I will talk. No, we'll let's talk. just have our business meeting now. Oh, okay. We'll have to talk when we want that out. It yeah. could be the afternoons for us here. Right. Um, but we'll see. But uh, And then eventually, I mean, I'll be honest with you. Uh, Josh and I want to grow this to the point where it's something that we would do every day, uh, every day three, four times a week. Uh, we just Whatever. need some capital behind. Yes, we need a little That's capital. If you're the out game. there and you would like to invest. Yes. Do you have millions that you're sitting around with going... Where do I stick this money? Yeah. Uh, reach out to me. DM me. on Slide into the DMs. Slide into those old DMs. You know, you can reach out to me on Venmo. Oh, yeah. You just DM me boop, up there on boop, Venmo. Uh, Venmo. Anybody still using Vero? Or was that like a Vero, quick, boof, that, that, that was like four days of glory. Man, that like explode. All of a sudden, people were like, I'm on Vero. And then uh, two weeks later, everybody was like, Michelle Vieira? Yeah. 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 Right? Like, yeah the thing. And she she's her own kind of social media. <laughs> yeah, it's because here's the thing is I have next to my Vero app on my phone, mm-hmm. which I still have. I have my Peach app. Huh. Do you remember Peach nope. a couple years ago? I was in New Orleans. I remember Princess Peach. Princess Peach. In Mario Kart. Yeah. Uh, I was in New Orleans for, with Screen Junkies for Wizard World. So this is January 2016. I remember it because I was drunk in my bedroom, my hotel room, and somehow this kind of started Peach. Huh. And it was supposed to be like, it's like Twitter, but like Facebook, but Instagram, it's the new thing. I have this, and when Vero popped up, the same thing. And so I have this, like, fear, like, I'm not, I'm, like, what's an F minus internet personality, right? right yeah, I'm, right. like, low on the totem pole. But I don't, I'm going to give you a solid D plus. D plus is good. Because I'm, I'm a C minus. You're C minus. I'm a step above you, Ken. Ooh, well, that's because you're in WGN. <laughs> WGN, man. WGN America. WGN America. It's for the whole country. You have a check mark. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I don't want anyone to take my name, right? Yeah, I don't want to sign into Vero and someone's like the official Ken Napsock and Correct. it's just dick pics or something right. bad like that. Then you have to be like Ken underscore Napsock. Right. right. So I rushed to get it. Yeah. And I was I was like, ooh, Vero, it looks stupid. <laughs> but enough people are sick of Facebook right now, the algorithms and sure. privacy. I thought it might have yeah. lasted more than four days. I get I get more emails. So I have two email accounts. Mm-hmm. One is for like business and people that I know and like, right. and the other one is simply for spam. You know, like when I sign up for something right, or, you know, a T-shirt company or yeah. a, where I get my airline stuff. You know right. what I'm saying? Because I don't want them reaching out like, hey, yeah. did, leave me alone. Recommend but, but a friend. Give me stuff. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? When I signed up for uh, Vista Grande phase three, I needed to. Uh, there's a callback from last week's episode. Um so I, uh, I I keep getting these emails being like, hey, you're invited to an event for Vagro, the new social media that has video, right. pictures, yeah. shareable content. I'm like, that's all the social medias already. Yeah. It yeah. would be funny if the like you got an email from a company that was like, we're called Alone. This is the newest social media. Do you not want anybody to know anything, but you just yeah. want to post social media to yourself? To yourself. We are alone. You you could download Peach and try that now, but I think we need to have uh, a fan out there listening to, to design alone. Uh, I think it's a, a 
with a backwards L, like yes. you know, kind of, yeah. and then the O is a zero, like a Z, because you're yeah, it's a Z because yeah. you're alone. Yeah, you're alone. Or maybe it's like a one in pl- so it's A one a like one by yourself. Yeah, zero because you're alone. Love it. And E, and it's like the E. I love that. Yeah, alone. that's pretty good. That's it. What and what's the tagline again? Alone, social media for yourself. There you go. <laughs> That's the T-shirt we need right there, guys. Uh, patent pending. Makuga owns the rights to that. Hey, um, who's I on alone? Just me. I have about a 20% stake. Um, this is great. Yeah. This is great. The more friends you get on alone, the worse the, wor- the worse the social media is. It's got a real-time timeline. It's just your, t- it's your tweets. It's just it. Would, well, would, it's your alones. <laughs> it's your alones. <laughs> have you met with other aloners? No. No. There's no. no other loners. No. This is just social media. I for go me. on and I just look at my own posts. Yep. No one has any. I laugh at them. Political stuff. No. Nope. Uh, no one has, uh, you know, here's my current rankings of Star Wars yes. films. Yeah. None of that. It's just me tweeting stuff about like the Doritos I ate that day at 7 Eleven. And you think it's funny? Yeah. And you know what's funny about the Alone app yeah. is you'll be like, hey, did you guys see what I post on Alone? And they're like, no, I'm no. like, that's the point. That's the point. <laughs> I don't want you knowing where I am. I don't want people because, you know, people are like, oh, I saw you just went on vacation. Yeah. Must be nice. I'm like, yeah, sorry that my wife won a trip. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Right. Sorry for trying to enjoy my life. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, so you went to uh, Sizzle the other day with Ken. Must have been fun. Ooh. Yeah, it was great. Right. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. Speaking of your neighborhood, we yes. got into a fight last week. We did. About Portos. Okay, see, All right. have you talked about this on podcast? Before? No, no. And um, it's a very geocentric conversation. Yes. So, Portos, and, and you're not the only one. I got a real world argument this weekend with, with Grace Hancock uh, about my desire to never go to Portos. Okay. So, now let's set the base here. Pile on, baby. Because in between this week and next week, yeah. I feel like next week I'm going to come a little bit earlier so I can take you to lunch at Portos. Oh, wow. And wow. thus show you some of the glory. Now, why don't you? First of all, let me. Can I set the base of what Portos is? Okay. Yeah, it's because it's regional, right? Yes, yeah, regional. Yeah, I think. Okay. Yeah, I mean, there's different locations around LA, but it's, I think it's the original location yeah. is not ten minutes from your place. Is this the first one? That's the original. The oh, first wow. one is this it's one. Like That's the original Tommy's down in Rampart. Correct. Correct. Don't go there. <laughs> don't. It's don't shady. Eat, there's a guy dead in the deep fryer. Yeah. Um, I've been to the Tommy's on Venice. Yeah. You know, the one like in Culver City? Yep. And that's a real Tommy's, right? That's a real one. Because there was the fake Tommy's for years. Yes. That was the one over on... Well, there was was one in my mall for years. It's finally gone. Oh, it's fake. Okay. Uh, I think it was T-O-M-M-I-E-S was Tommy's. The real Tommy has a Y. Yeah. So, okay. So, Porto's is down the street. It's it's a Cuban bakery. It's a Cuban. It's Cuban. Okay. Um, There is always a line... Always on the weekends, the lines are insane, especially during holiday seasons. You can't even around it, the traffic parking. around it is, is a lot. And I listen, I get that point. Okay, okay, I get it. Okay, okay. And people kept telling me, You got to go to Porto's, you got to go to mm-hmm. Porto's. And I was the same way. I was like, yeah. oh, I mean, how good can this Porto's place be? Mm-hmm. Then I had it. Okay, it is very inexpensive, it okay. is delicious. Now, they have a lot of sweet treats, like cakes and pastries and that stuff. But they yes. also have a lot of salty stuff. They have a great chicken sandwich. A gr- mm-hmm. uh, I mean, a great Cuban sandwich. They have these unbelievable meatballs. They have these, these deep-fried yeah. things that are yeah. just delicious, Ken. Yeah. And I feel like 
I need to I need to show you the glory of Porto's. Okay. We need to have like a buffet yeah. of Porto's food because we are buffet men after we all. We are buffet men. All right. So I, I'm just. So, I don't, and then you would text me last week. Yes. Because you were le- leaving after we were recording. You're Correct. like, oh, I'm kind of hungry. And I was like, oh, you're like, oh, I'll get someone on, on the way home. And then you're like, you text me. You're like, Porto's is here. I was like, never been. Um, I, I don't want to get too far into it here, but yes, the, the big reason I don't like Porto's is the line. Cause it's not just this location. There's sure. one in Pasadena next to, to Damon's, which is my little favorite Ooh, uh, I love restaurant. Onion loaf. Onion loaf. Um, the line's not as bad there, but it's always chaos mm-hmm. and it's the parking is worse than a Trader Joe's parking lot. Mm-hmm. And that one there, that line, we're talking 400 people deep on holidays. Oh, 100%. Not even hyperbole. And then the parking lot, they have people out there to kind of like parking attendant mm-hmm. doesn't work no blocks he's, he's the traffic there as a figurehead yeah exactly mm-hmm. uh blocks the traffic mm-hmm. it's chaos to get there so but that's the first thing i don't like waiting in line so i don't like i don't go to pink's hot dogs and all that kind of stuff i can but i i, I can understand what you're saying shouldn't factor in because mm-hmm. grace loves portos and she's mm-hmm. told me the same thing mm-hmm. you're a dodo head Wait, why would it's worth it? You're she real keeps, dummy, she says. Mm-hmm. Um, and the line goes fast, Ken. They are a well oiled machine. Right, now, right. there's two lines of people, so you can yes. get on the, the salty side, you can get on the sweet oh, side. Oh, really? I can show you a couple different okay. sweets. I know you have a sweet tooth, I know I you do, like sweet I like things, sweet Ken. treats. I do like salt, but here's the other thing I'll tell you what. Go. So, ha- having worked in an office mm-hmm. in, a, in LA, Northridge mm-hmm. area, for, for 12 years or so. A lot of people bring that kind of stuff, right? And so people be like, oh, guess what? I brought Portos today. And every time it was this croissant, croissant, dry, croissant. flaky, none of it tasted like a party to me. And I was like, I'm, was it just a plain croissant? Yeah. I feel like that's a wasted trip to Porto. It might be. And then some of the other stuff, it's like, do you like kiwi uh, uh, gelled into like a, a cheese They're, muffin or something the weird? Guava cheese blintz. That's what it is. You, oh, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Guava blintz. It's really good. Did you not like it? I didn't see, even like looking at it. Okay, well, see, you got it. The guava is fantastic. Now, I never thought it was a guava guy. I know. I don't that think I, I don't take you as a guava man. No, nah, you know. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of fruits out there that I yeah. that I am accustomed to. But when they you say the word guava, yeah. it sounds way too foreign to me, way too exotic. Yeah. But I feel like there is definitely a stripper out there named Guava. Oh, yeah. Coming to the stage next, Guava. Yeah, Guava's it, on the main stage, and Guava also sounds Take care to me of like guys. <laughs> Feeling it for guava. Let's hear it for a recent graduate of law school just trying to pay off those loans. Guava. Family owned a guava farm. That's why it's... Guava also sounds like lava. And then right. I think of a guava fruit, like you open it and it just starts spewing yeah. out liquid, right? I, I'd have no idea. If somebody was like, hey, this is a guava, and they showed me a picture yeah. of Fred Armisen, I'd be like, yeah, that's what a guava is. I don't know what a guava looks like. It could be a totally <laughs> off-the-wall thing. Fred Armisen. So I don't know what a guava is, Ken. I really I don't. don't. Either, but what I will say is the guava blintz, the guava like pastry, oh, I delicious. Exactly. I know exactly what there's you... There's a cheese danish that's unbelievable. There's this fruit tart. Right. I got a tiramisu there, Ken, that would blow your mind. And then I, he, Grace has told me about these ham and cheese meatballs. Oh, God, they're amazing. So here's, here's what's going to happen. Okay. You need to contact her okay. on your own and got say, it. look... I discovered Ken hates Portos. I'm going to change his mind. You're going to help. You me. have to let's join. do this together. Correct. Because um, this was an argument mm-hmm. we had this weekend. Okay. She thinks I'm a stubborn dodo head. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of a quote. Yep. Because I, I didn't go to Portos. I mm-hmm. refused to go to Portos. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I'm gonna. I'm siding with Grace on this one. It looks like it's two to one. Listen, I'm up for a good try. If Dick Vermeil is the head coach and he's crying <laughs> because you don't like Portos, both of his coordinators, defensive and offense coordinators, are both crying on the yeah. sidelines. We gotta yeah. get him to Portos. Yeah. yeah. Lawrence Phillips was a, he was a great kid. <laughs> Ron Jaworski's a hell of a guy. Oh, God. All right. That'll, we'll, we'll, we'll settle okay. that. We'll settle so next that. week, the great Porto's but, argument is settled. And I need you to have an open mind on this, Ken. I can't have you coming okay. in like some Star Wars fan wanting Snoke oh, to know the no. moonwalk. You're on it. And when he doesn't have it. You got it. You know what I'm saying? No, I, I don't gar- want that. I will guarantee you later in life, I've discovered that I, I am a stubborn a-hole and I'll try to open my mind a little bit more. I'm okay with that. I'll let give me, you that guarantee. Let me. I've, I've started something in my life because I'm, I'm my wife. Because you're a married man. I'm now. a married man. Yeah. My wife says that I'm a bit too curmudgeon-y when it comes to things. Okay? <laughs> and I, I agree with that. I am. You know yeah. me. I'm a very happy-go-lucky guy, but you sometimes are. I'm very set in my ways, Ken. Okay? <sighs> yeah. And we got in this argument, which I think is hysterical, about wanting to see the childbirth. Okay. Okay. And I said, I'm still scarred from the movie Knocked Up when they showed the breach. And she's right. like, Well, that wasn't your wife's. That wasn't your baby wasn't coming your to the world. And breach. I said, Okay. Well, it's also it's a good point. But again, right. until I'm in this situation, I think I'm just gonna uh, let me have my opinion. And she's like, You need to start thinking a little more openly about things. <laughs> so what I said is, Babe, you get one out of ten. So uh-huh, pick uh-huh. your battles of things that I'm a curmudgeon about. And she battled back. Okay. Well, then she battled back with one out of five. Okay. And so I met, we met at the middle at one out of five. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so mm. here I am at one out of five. So I start, I've been like trying to open my mind about certain things. Okay. Like. Like portos. Like going to a Korean spa. I don't like people touching me that right. aren't like. That you don't know. That I don't know. Okay, yeah. I don't want them massaging me. You don't want. I have a lot of hair on my body. Do. I don't want them making faces and being grossed out by me. I know what's going on back there. You're in, okay, you're in good shape. I think they just be like it's, it's a it's a hairy lump of meat, fine. not a hairy lump of fat. Okay, be all right. I, I don't want to be walking around with a bunch of like men in their wieners hanging out that I don't Ooh. know. It's I not don't really want for no me. flapping dingalings around nah. me. Thank you, Ken. And I got that's no, another T-shirt. I don't I, want no flapping dingalings. I, and I got no problem with the dingalings. I got no problem. Like I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I'm not. But I've just seen them. I don't want the flapping dingalings walking around me all the time uh, in like a setting. Yeah, I'd and, rather go to a male Chippendales review and get better top-notch flap flapping dingalings than the local gyms dingalings. 100%. No, and I think that the men at those Chippendales are pretty talented. Yeah. They give you some ideas for dance floor moves. I can appreciate beauty when I see beauty. So 100%. I'm fine there. Wear your bathing suit in the steam room. That's all I'm saying. Yep. Or put a towel over top of your dingaling. Yep. Okay? Keep those flapping dinglings down. So I've been like, okay, that's one that I, I'm, that's going to stay with me forever. But yeah. maybe, right. maybe in the future, you could convince me to like have somebody give me a massage over top of my shirt at like a mall. Okay. Yeah. Or one of those like oh, come I- to the park places I'm, I'm there okay i like those we can go to the one in northridge yeah again there's give and takes here you're going with one of your best no, friends man. and your best gal yeah and we're gonna and we're gonna show you okay. that portos is really for you listen i'm not i can i'm not coming in here and i'm saying hey listen this vegan place is unbelievable it's gonna uh-huh. be the best food you've ever had this, it's, yeah. that's not it look i look i'll tell you what there's a place i think it's a beverly boulevard called vegan glory and I've yeah e- i've eaten there many meals there that really? I liked. i liked it a lot interesting but so, i'm leaving <laughs> so what i am what i'm understanding here is you and i both have a similar affliction which is we're stubborn yes a little finicky mm-hmm. and 
in order to grow, I need to go try a ham and cheese ball at Porto's, uh-huh. and you need to watch your wife give birth to a child. Oh, uh, that's two extremes, but yes. Yeah. yeah. I'll say you, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you win, I guess. Um, <laughs> would you want to be... <laughs> Winning I there just, is a relative <laughs> term. I understand the trepidation on your part. Uh, I'm not in that position. Yeah. Um, but would you prefer... To be in the room, like, holding the VHS camcorder? No, I'm not going to hold the VHS. I'm not going to three men in a baby. Yeah, or... Even though um, that didn't happen in that movie. Yeah, uh, They or, did hold a VHS camcorder in the movie. Do you want to be, like, in the waiting room with, like, a top hat and a cigar? <laughs> uh, my wife's in there. Give him butt. I'll tell you what, guys. If she comes out and they say, it's a boy, yeah. drinks on me. Yes, yes. Uh, I, I, well, because I said to Amanda, one of my favorite episodes of Mad Men mm-hmm. is when Don Draper is in the waiting room. He's smoking a cigarette. He's having a drink. And there's a guy in the waiting room. Right. And he's like, oh, my God, this is my first baby. And Don's like, calm down and have a drink. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Back in the day, they waited outside. They did all the thing. Oh, now, yeah. listen, I'm not going to wait outside because the husband's supposed to be in there. I'm going to be in there, and I'm going to be holding her hand, but I'm not going to look under the undercarriage. I'm leaving that for the professionals. Okay. She doesn't need it to. Uh, listen, when you fix a car, you don't have nine mechanics you under there. You don't want to be the sports radio of births. Correct. I'd be like, all right, and there's the head. We're coming around. We're, we're talking about don't seven centimeters. No. Bad call, coach. Correct. Yeah. I don't need that. That's fair. You know how the first base coach does absolutely nothing in baseball? He times the pitcher, right? Right. That's but it. Really, you don't need that. I'll be the first base coach, Ken. Okay. I could wear a helmet. Yeah. I could give encouraging words. I like this. I slap you on the butt when you when you get a walk. <laughs> nice, uh, nice. Not even a you know a nice line drive single. He's Josh McCuga, the most sensitive husband in the world. <laughs> I will give words of encouragement, Ken. I like this. Yeah. I like bear it for the grace of God. Go I. I don't know. <laughs> I, that scene in Knocked Up got me too. Really, I right? I get it, but it's a good scene. But what would you do? Uh, I I think I I think I think. Do you want to see the glory of the birth? I think I'd have to. Really? Like, I, like when I say have to, don't mean like, oh, uh, like being like get in there before. Like, I think in my in deep down, whether as uncomfortable as this might be, um, this is real life, and I think I would wa- I I wouldn't want to miss that. Interesting. Like fifty years later, be like, yeah. uh, come here, son. Uh, I uh, stepped out. You know what? Also, <laughs> I thought too is I wanted to be on D Day, but then I saw Saving Private Ryan, and yeah, I'm okay that good. I wasn't there. Okay, that's fair. Do you know what I'm saying? That's fair. That's fair. And I, I saw Tropic Thunder and went, that looked fun. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't, <laughs> I don't need to be in the Vietnam War. No, know. you're right. Uh, all right. So we'll see how this goes. Okay. We'll, we'll start with Portos, then we'll work up to your problem. I was going to say, we got about two years before yeah. three, years two, three years ever. If you, uh, yeah. Yeah. you know, if you, but next yeah. week we have your Portos. Okay. So we've got like timelines here. Ken. I like that. Timelines. Okay. We'll work on that. Okay. I'm on board. Got Going it. with the open, clear eyes, full hearts, or whatever it is. Can't lose. I'll, I'll can't lose. I'm telling you, I will, I will pick the items on the menu. Okay. I'll even do my research so that it is a well-oiled machine of an order. Can we? Uh, do we eat there? We yeah, oh, we can oh, eat there. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm, 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 I'm here with you. There's a little cafeteria section. I'm, I'm here with you. All okay. right. I'm up, I'm up for new things, and you out there listening. And everybody in there is very positive, Ken. Okay, I can. You're so excited to be at Porto's, Look, you can't not have a good time. I respect that because when I started my unemployment. Uh, this past year, mm-hmm. I got called. I got randomly selected because it's been a few years, like 20 years mm-hmm. since I've been on employment, so they were suspicious. Oh. So they called me into the em- edu- employment education system. It's it's not, it's th- it's like attached to the unemployment office, mm-hmm. but it's its own branch, right? Mm-hmm. And horrible, annoying. I had to go in there for a class to learn how to interview for jobs. They made me do this or I was going to lose my benefits. But I ended up having a good time, and I had to go twice because everyone there had a good attitude. See? So um, if Portos can start there, yep. we'll go from there. Okay. Beautiful. Right. Fair enough. Done and done. 
Uh, speaking of stubborn, talk to me. Uh, you won't watch Westworld. No. Neither will I. No. And I'm sticking to it. Good. We're not learning lessons there. Nope. That show lost me on the pilot. Yep. Now, you went a little farther. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, Ken, I was hosting a uh, ill-fated show called okay. T- Collider TV Talk. Ill-fated indeed. Ill-fated. Yeah. Uh, it had a glorious run. Yeah. It really did. Yeah. Uh, we had um, we had some fun there. We had some great co-hosts. Uh, great stuff. Sasha Pearl Raver, mm-hmm. um, Emma Fife, Grace Hancock, mm-hmm. David Griffin, the legend. Love them all. And one, the great... The great, great, great Shinasty Sinead DeFries. Right. And um, I was forced to watch that show. Now, after the pilot, I hated it. After the second episode, I hated it even more. Then I did something I thought I would never do, Ken. Okay. I lied to myself. And I lied to the (laughs) audience. And I lied to everybody that I worked with and said that I enjoyed Westworld. But deep down... You didn't. I hated it. Okay. I hate... I can't stand it. We should never be trusting robots, as I like to say, robots. Robots. Okay. We should never yep. be trusting them. I don't care if they get consciousness. I don't care if they're making money hand over fist in this yep. world. You melt the robots and you start over with a new program. Love it. You melt them. You get rid of them. I do not believe in robot rights. No, you shouldn't. Yeah. They're terrible, terrible things. Yeah. We should not. We should not be working on AI. We really no. shouldn't. We really shouldn't. Back off. Self-driving cars, AI Science. robots. We don't need that. Movie's been warning us for years. For years, and here we are. Yeah. Messing around with AI. And that's Playing what, if God. anything, that, oh, they're like, oh, the shots are beautiful. Every effing episode starts yep. with, I had a dream once, and the dream was of this. And I'm like, your dream, because you had a robot, and your robot yeah. memory, just you kept restarting your computer, and the computer went around. Right? You like my Commodore 64. Everybody knows that you hit reset on the Nintendo when the Castlevania froze. <laughs> Correct. Blow on that cartridge. Blow it. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. You can't hit reset on these dumb robots. Just melt them. And if you uh-huh. wanted to, it seems pretty easy. They keep making more robots. Just right. keep making the robots. Right. What are you doing? Look, Why are you even saving them? Kill them all. Talk to, talk to me, Ken. I, as you know, mm-hmm. huge Game of Thrones fan. Huge? You are too. Yeah. Um, so. But I'm not. Yeah. But According I lo- to the internet. Well. The internet's so right all the time. Yeah. So when this show's coming out, mm-hmm. now I love westerns. Oh, I love them. Like, I love that kind of Did stuff. Did you watch that Jeff Daniels western? Started to watch it. Yeah. And I for, kind of forgot that I started, which <laughs> doesn't bode well for the show, but yeah. I still want to go forward. It's a great ending. Really well I want to watch it, because okay. he was great. Jeff, the whole show was great. Yeah. But uh, point being, I love westerns. Yeah. Now, yes, do I love Tombstone and Young Guns <laughs> 1 and 2 more than Shane or Unforgiven? Yeah. Yeah, but I love them all. Yes. You're not going to go wrong with it. I mean, Unforgiven's great. Unforgiven's great. 310 to Yuma, the remake. I love that It was movie. That was ben, really ben well done. Foster, Christian Bale. So good, so good, awesome. so good. Tombstone is, I mean. Tombstone's. Top 20 movies for me all time, maybe. So is Young Guns. Yeah. But I, I get the difference. Okay. But so um, anyways, point being, um, I went in with an open heart, mm-hmm. just like I'm going to go into Porto's next mm-hmm. week. And I sat down, and by the end of the theme song, which is done by Raman Dejati, the same guy as Game of Thrones. Oh. So he does great work. But by the end of the theme song, I was like, I'm out. Right. I'm out. Like, yes. It's just, I don't, but I'm here, going to watch the pilot. No joke, not exaggerate, fell asleep during it. Mm-hmm. Do I like everyone in it? Yes. Great Ed actors. Harris. Jeffrey Wright is oh, absolutely one of my favorite I love actors. Jeffrey Wright. Love him. Boardwalk Empire. Oh, he is spectacular. So good. He's great in Casino Dr. Royale. Dr. Nosferatu. What's his uh, doctor? No, it's, it's, it's something close yes, to that. Yes, yeah. it's been well. Awesome. Um, you know, Casino Royale. Oh, my God. 
Incredible. Uh, I'm bleeding chips. Take yes. It. Great. Even in even in yep. a he owns every scene he's in. So I'm not here to disparage anybody. Even old marshmallow pants, James Marsden. James Marsden. Anthony Hopkins, right? Yeah, for Christ's sake. Come on. Uh, yeah. Evan Rachel Wood is yeah. the lead. Great. Tandy I, Newton. Tandy fantastic. Newton, lover. So here's the thing. I am not here to disparage anyone involved with that. Jimmy nope. Simpson. I love Jimmy Simpson. Yeah. McBoyles. Come on. Uh, I'm not the creators. Uh, it shop, like, this isn't a, it sucks and I'm done. No. I did. I watched the pilot and I was like, not for me. Right. If I was to keep going, I'd be lying to myself and I didn't have an audience that mm-hmm. was listening for my better mm-hmm. words. And nothing, I'm, I can't, I can't, I can't dive back in. No, man. no way. And there's nothing. I'm hearing some of the stuff because you hear, you know, yeah. right, you know, then the robot comes. I'm, I'm like, I'm not interested. No, not interested. Oh, the, all the robots are alive now. That's what mm. it happens every time. Yep. We've told you all this before. And every time Terminator, they come alive. Westworld, they come alive. All AI, uh, to the Bicentennial Man. It's my. Ex Machina. Ex Machina, which I love Ex Machina, by the way. But it can, it, see, it, it, it is more to my point of, nope, don't give these robots an Stop edge. Stop it. But by Centennial Man. Great, yes. Great reference. Okay. That's, that's the only yeah. point I'm getting in this whole thing. Yeah. And I, all, the entire la- like last season, the entire thing, all anybody did was like, so this robot's going to come alive. This one is a robot. That one was a robot. That's all these stupid fan theories that I yeah. hate. And I, and, I, and I know, to me, that, that has ruined the Star Wars franchise to me. Sure. At points, that has ruined the Game of Thrones yeah. franchise to me. Is all these people trying to predict what happens yeah. is not fun for me. It isn't for me either. It isn't for me either. And I'll tell you what, I have a little bit. You can't help but watch Star Wars and Game of Thrones and go, ooh, I wonder. Right. Okay, go ahead and wonder. I, and I'm going to go in this more in other areas. I feel I need to with Star Wars just as a whole these sure. days. Sure. I don't watch Star Wars or Game of Thrones like that. I no. watch it as a fan who is bought in and invested into this world. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's so dorky. It's yeah. not that I think uh, Chewbacca is a real character no. out there in the galaxy. I just, I'm so invested. So if you go, hey, here's our new movie, our new comic book, our new novel, or the new season of Game of Thrones, I look at it as, ooh, what's happening in this story? Okay. So I sit back and I just want to see. And then when stuff happens, I go, ooh, all right, I could see. I kind of thought that might have happened, or ooh, that didn't. But how does it affect the story and the world? I don't have my theories. I don't have. They used to ask me at Collider all the time, Ken, can you do like a top three Game of Thrones theories video? I, I, I honestly, I can't. I don't watch it that way. Right. No. So, and I and I like how I think that's why we get along with each other so mm-hmm. well uh, as far as movies and TV go because yeah. we watch it the same way. I've never been the guy that comes out and be like, uh, "Yo, it's gonna end. Danny's gonna be on the throne. All the right, dragons right. are gonna be alive." Every like, I that's not for yeah. me. I love to see how things unfold. I don't like yes. to predict. I've never been the dude that like at the beginning of Sixth Sense like Bruce Willis is dead. Right. Spoiler right, alert. Right. Um. That's not how I consume media, not, no. books, yeah. TV, movies, all that stuff. So when I go to see something like uh, Last Jedi mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. or even most recently Avengers, Infinity War. Yeah, yeah. Okay? Everybody's like, can you believe Star-Lord? I'm like, guys, th- that that's what his person, like that's, that's what he does. Yeah. Okay, this is how this has to happen. These right. are plot points. Yeah. And I really enjoy when movies work in plot points. They can't yeah. all be Coen Brothers movies where right, right. it's a it's a folk singer following a cat <laughs> and that's a movie. Okay? Inside <laughs> Lewin Davis and that's movie. Right right right? right, 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 right. Do I enjoy those movies? Yes. I I watch them. And I don't and look, and I'm fascinated by theories. Yes. I'll go watch the videos. Mm-hmm. 
and sometimes to a point, but like Game of Thrones particularly, I love reading theories based on the prophecies and everything, but even George R. R. Martin himself says some people guessed right, a lot of people don't, and also prophecies are meant to be misconstrued and gotten wrong in stories. So it's like, So I'm just like, I want to see how this plays out, and then I love going back and going, hey, this little moment in The Last Jedi, what it really meant, like the humor in The Last Jedi, you might not think it's funny, but it means that Hux has no They're power. human. Yeah, he, Hux has no power. His officers don't trust him. They're waiting for his demise, and the humor is used by Ryan Johnson to undercut him. Right. So therefore, I like it. It's and, not a Darren Aronofsky movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's not Requiem for a Dream, people. I was watching Return of the Jedi the, just the other day. I'm studying for the movie Trivia Shmodan uh-huh. thing. I love Return of the Jedi. Love it. It's great. There's some so much silliness in it. Yeah. And a bad Oh, scene. Ewoks ruined the Star yeah. Wars. Are you kidding me? They're yeah. adorable. Even that. There's that scene with Lando and, and Han Solo, and, and where Lando's taking the Falcon, and he's going to go off to the, to the space battle, and mm-hmm. Han's going to go to Endor. Uh, take it, take it. And, oh, I know what she means to you. And all that stuff. It's the worst... Um, backdrop. It is like a. It is literally a painting. It's a matte painting, but it looks like they were on set with like Sesame Street cardboard. <laughs> and two great actors are just having this wooden scene of I know how much she means about. Yeah. Uh, but I love the scene because I love the characters. Of course. But I, why, so I watch it in that regard. One hundred percent. So Westworld. Going back to the Westworld thing. Yeah. I have no doubt it is good, and if it's if you're listening now and you're like, hey, but uh, I, I connected to the show, I don't want to feel... Go ahead. No, 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 connect, connect away. It. Have your theories. It just doesn't pull me in. It's Didn't pull not. Me in. It's, it couldn't for me. I was I was so tired. Same yeah. with the show Legion on FX. It's just it's one long drug trip oh, that yeah, makes yeah. no sense. Yeah. And you know I kept trying to fake it because the fans were liking it and was pushing, but I can't fake it anymore, Ken. You can't. No, you can't. I've you given can't. up on like half the shows that you used to have to watch for Collider TV Talk, and it is freedom. Po- is this like a post TV talk mind? Yeah, it's fantastic. What's that, man. A, what's that like? Ah, I gave up on all the DC shows on CW. Right. Get rid of them. Nobody's uh, ever going to die. There's no stakes. Green Phasm or something yeah, like that. Green Arrow and The Flash and Black Lightning right. and Supergirl. Oh, God. And The Legends of Tomorrow. It's just like. It, I, none of this interests me. It's yeah. not. It's a, it's barely a procedural that has no stakes. Right. Uh, I gave up on Agents of Shield because I really don't care. Right. Uh, I don't even know what the universe is. Once they got in space, once 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 shows go to space, it's over. I'm done. That's like s- number four of a movie tri- trilogy. Right. Uh, right. Airplane in space. Right. Police Academy in space. Correct. That's the old the old tr- trope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm done. Yeah. It's, it, I tell you what, man, the, the, the freedom that comes with not having to watch those shows simply because other people watch them right. is amazing. And I, and I had that rant on TV talk, and I, I will say this to anybody, right. and I think you'll agree with me. If you don't like it, don't watch it. Right. And if you, and if you love it and we don't watch it, that doesn't make us bad people. It just makes us that we don't watch it. Yeah. It's not for us. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to sound particularly curmudgeonly, More but pretentious. We, we've esta- yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there, there's another way of of being so so anti uh, anti the pre- pretentiousness of loving something that Correct. you become pretentious in your dislike of something. Sure. No, no, no. You and I are just two simple blokes, and you know, like uh, Grace again. You know what she got me hooked on? I want to watch more of. I've only seen one, one episode. We're gonna go back. I, I'm Peaky Blinders. No, 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 no. Oh. Uh, Marsha Clark investigates the first forty-eight. Oh. Because I used to love watching the first 48 okay. on A&A, which is a love that show. little d- detectives following yeah. real-life detectives around. So now the show kind of, I think it's in like 89th season, but okay. this is a different version of it. Love it. It's Marsha Clark investigates the fam- the first 48 of like famous or infamous cases. Mm. 
Fascinating stuff. See? And I don't guess what? I don't have to predict what happens. No. I just see what happens. The theory is that the OJ theory is. No, I, I'm with you, man. I'm yeah. with you. It's just it, yeah. I, you know, I get I posted a tweet today. I was like, is anything happening on all those shows I stopped watching? That's it. Yeah. And I got tons of tweets that were like, This happened, this happened. Do you watch this still? I'm like, guys, th- that was the funny part of the tweet. <laughs> the internet got me. I, I, I fought the internet and the internet yeah, won. I fought the Yeah, yeah. And I love talking Star Wars, but like sometimes I'll never stop. It's too fun. It's yeah. too fun, and it's my childhood dream. But there's there's times where I'm just like, eh, I just want to enjoy it. Right. And I think sportscasters are the same way. They're like, some days I'd, I'd rather just talk about Star Wars. It's like if I started working at a sandwich shop. Right. Because I love sandwiches so I much. I do, too. Yeah. Like if I was at Porto's. Uh-huh. Yeah. Making sandwiches. Yeah, sports sports thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Eh, it's, it's like everything. You get yeah. too involved. Do you do? You work at Disneyland, and suddenly it's not the most magical kingdom anymore. Or you went there place. once. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Not, not you absolutely me, hate Disneyland. And you can judge me on this one, but I tell you what, you can't judge me on Ken. Oh yeah, don't you judge me? Don't Ken. judge me. Don't judge oh, me. Oh, don't judge me. I watched two movies this weekend because two. I got a little count them two. One's called Three Men and a Baby, oh. and the other one's called Three Men and a Little Lady. Oh, okay? classic. I posted on Twitter. God, Three Men and a Baby, Three Men and a Little are super underrated movies and some guy responded oh just have a baby already and i was like okay what? that's not the point of what? it the point of it is that movies like that were only were made in the 80s yeah and they are just they're just well done rom-coms yeah they're just well done rom-coms yes and there's a little bit of suspense to it there's a little bit of stakes to it it's they yeah. are they are simple narrative movies that don't just don't get made anymore because you got to have like some crazy physical comedy where the guy gets hit by a cab Big and then set like piece yeah, yeah, yeah comedy the, set piece yeah three men and a baby is the quintessential eighties movie it really is yeah. it, it is anything you want in an eighties movie you, you great got, theme song to start off top three leading men yeah put in a weird position yeah they're like sex maniacs nobody right. cared about that back then no. Uh, Carefree. There's, there's a really adult topic for some reason that is put into this. Uh, there, I mean, it, like everything just mulls on top of it. It's like a yeah, who yeah. done it, who done it. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. Just, they are just well done, silly movies, and nobody makes well done, silly movies anymore. Gutenberg, Selick, Good. dancing, yes. top of their game. Uh huh. I mean, people don't realize the drawing power of Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> In the mid '80s, unbelievable. Yeah, he's a cartoonist, but also a modern, yeah. avant-garde characterist artist that is genius. <laughs> Ted Danson, a Playboy actor. Mm-hmm. Tom Selleck, like the youngest architect in New York history to design a building. Right, genius. Right, and they all live together in this beautiful loft space. What's the circumstance that they have to raise this child? Uh, Ted Danson knocked up a woman okay. that he was shooting a movie with at one point, oh, and she left Danson. a baby on their doorstep. What's her problem? Yeah. And then she comes back into the picture, and okay. it all is forgiven. Again, another classic '80s move. Yeah, yeah. all is forgiven. Yeah, all is Let's forgiven. all dance. Bad I don't think so good. Anyone in the right mind could judge you about loving the three men in a in a franchise. The three men and a franchise. Uh, I'm not as familiar with three men and a lady. Yeah. They follow up. They go to England. They go to England. Yeah. They didn't go to space yet. Nope. So it's okay. <laughs> I believe three men in a space. Yeah. Space baby was yeah. the fourth movie in the trilogy that they have never they, made. It was, we could write that spec script. 100%. But yeah, it was, I know what you mean too. That classic era of comedies. Uh, and look, we've, we've, I'm not talking like revenge of the nerds because that, you know, creepy, the nerds, the bad guys, all that kind of stuff. I'm not getting into that discussion, right. but just what you said, even up through the mid nineties of just a, 
let me have, and yes, it got watered down like anything, uh-huh. like stand-up comedy and podcasts. It uh-huh. gets watered down <laughs> in YouTube reviews. It gets watered down in reaction videos. Reviews of potato chips. It gets watered <laughs> down, and it's not good. It's not good. The You're six, right. The sixth Quality generation. Quality has to rise to the top, Ken. The cream rises to the top. I get it, but but I just the 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 simple straight ahead three act comedies. I kind of miss that. I do. Yeah, and I'm you not know? talking ranch fests. No, I'm not talking. I'm talking about like a Notting Hill. Oh, I do like Notting Hill. I'm talking about like a Matthew McConaughey, uh, Kate Hudson. Elvis right? Costello's got a great song on that soundtrack called She. She. I'm not going to do Elvis. Oh, I know the song that you're talking yeah. about. It's a and good he one. released it on a greatest hits around yeah. the same time. Um, you yeah. need like a nine months. Nine a, months. Julianne know, Moore, Hugh Grant. Great stuff. Uh, Four Weddings and a Funeral. Yes. You know, Runaway Bride. The de facto sequel to Pretty Woman. Pretty Woman. Pretty Woman. Yeah. And well, and we're people, just people tell me not like because I you know famous infamously love yeah. pretty woman like well you know that's not realistic that's not really a hooker and uh, and how bad yeah, no I, I get it we it's, get it it was originally supposed to be like she was had a drug problem was yeah. and darker Frank Marshall comes in and makes it a happy scrappy love story between yeah. a man and a hooker right <laughs> just let it be uh, how just many, let it be how many times have we seen a movie or a TV show where a man falls in love with a prostitute it happens <laughs> okay. They have they, a certain draw about them, Ken. Then they go to space. Don't judge me. Yeah, and then before you know it, it's hookers in space. <laughs> so uh, I know what you mean. Uh, the mid-90s had a good rush of that, too. There's, yeah. You know 80s. Like, you yeah. know, big, big's an example. Oh, Splash. Gosh, yes. Uh, to, but uh, I, I think the 90s, it came back a bit, too, mm-hmm. and, and then it went away. And it, look, I, again, watered down. I'm not talking about, like, a Jennifer Lopez uh, made a Manhattan type of movie, right? And if you like that, you like it too. But uh, another one, uh, I was, I was there was talking. A, there was a movie that recently just mm-hmm. came out mm-hmm. with Adam Devine from uh, Workaholics, yeah, yeah. stand up comic. Forget what it was, but it was sort of like this, like time travelish sort of movie with uh, Alexandra Daddario and Robbie I mean, Amell or something like that. And it was, it was honestly like it was a three act comedy, right? And and then in the third act, they just lost me in the whole thing. Oh, that's too bad. Because it, it felt like a good ni- late 90s, late 80s, right. midnight, whatever, throwback to that three-act comedy that it. was just like, hey, me and the missus went out on bang, date bang. night on yeah. Friday night, and it was like, bad. I heard 300 babies. Yeah, yeah. Made 80 million at the box office or something right, like that. That's right. it. That's all you need. You, that's all you needed. You'd, you'd a sweet home up. Alabama. <laughs> You'd sign up for Columbia House and pick your 20 VHS Correct. tapes. Correct. And four of them would be these rom-com type of stuff. Legally um, Blonde. Legally Ken. Blonde. Right I like Legally Blonde. Great one. And then, uh, what's it, L Woods, right? L Woods and Bruiser uh, Woods. The uh, my Best Friend's Wedding. Oh, thank you. It's one of my favorites of these. Uh, Dermot Mulroney, Cameron Dermot. Diaz, yes. Julia Roberts. Oh, man. Yourself. I tell you what, uh, that movie, there's an opening dance number, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, wishing and hoping this whole thing, right? And there's a girl who's like the, the bride and everyone dances yeah. around her. I know her. Her name's Rocky Alexander. Huh. A-R-C-I, uh, Rocky Alexander. She, I, I've lost contact with her, me and my old friend Lou, you know Rachi. Lou. She was the, one of the bartenders down at Timmy Nolan's Pub in mm. Toluca Lake. So I knew her for about a year. And this is mid-2000s okay. to late-2000s. The movie came out mid-90s, so she's 10 years older. Looks the same, but I didn't pick her out, even though I, I was like, hey, Rocky, how you doing? Yeah. I'll have a you know whiskey. And all of a sudden, like one day, she, it came up, and I like dropped my drink, was like, you're the, the dance girl from Dicka. 
Best friends win. <laughs> Rupert Everett. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, yeah, oh, yeah, it was great. It was a fun day. We did the, I, yeah. we helped choreograph. And, and then I went back and watched it on YouTube. I was like, that's Rocky. Yeah. Oh, and it was blew my mind. That's how much I love that movie. See? Those movies are the kind of movies that shaped us as people. And I think as we're going towards this more and more. <laughs> Did it shape sh- it for the better? I don't I know. Don't know. I don't know. Because you won't go behind the curtain for the birth. Correct. But yes, yes, but, it shaped But Ken, you know what, Ken? We all have great memory. What I yes. will say is with all these superhero movies and all these movies uh, with these giant budgets and all this stuff, we are losing mm-hmm. out on these just medium, yes. budgeted, three-act, rom-com, yeah. situational comedies. Because they are great movies that are borderline unrealistic. Correct things, you know. I get it, you know. And we're um, not asking yeah. for Star Wars rom coms. No, oh no, 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 no. I mean, I'd be okay. Okay, but, I mean, uh, I mean but, but no, I know what you mean. You know, like, like, look, man, uh, I'm a Steve Martin fan. So the remake, yes. A Father of the Bride, fantastic. One of my favorite movies, Roxanne. Roxanne is a fantastic. We're working a Sierra de Bergerac. I mean, a lot of a lot of the Martin movies at the time period. Cheaper by the dozen. I'll throw it out there, Ken. It's a great three act comedy. This is Don't Judge Me, so I'm not going to judge you. Parenthood. Parenthood's great. Yeah. 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 Sad. Yeah. But uplifting at points. And we're not not talking about the NBC TV show. No. This isn't TV talk yet. Talking about the Steve Martin so, movie. This all started from Three Men and a Baby, and it you did. asked people out there to not judge you, Josh. No, no one's going to judge Thanks, you. Thanks, Ken. Uh, you guys should all appreciate those. Thanks, bud. Pretty simple, straightforward, mm-hmm. classic comedies. Right on. Boom, boom, boom. Nailed it. Uh, I hurt my, uh, I hurt my arm, <laughs> uh, Ken. my bicep, huh. and you are jacked. Yeah, and I have sure. Um, I have for the last two years. I had some pain in my left shoulder. Huh. And I went to a doctor. Okay. I know men, especially me, stub- stubborn Nick. men like you and me, yeah. do not like going to the doctors. Nope. I went and I told my doc, and he was like, eh, let me take a look at it. And this is what he said to me. Eh, you might have like a strained rotator cuff, but you ain't pitching this week. I'm not worried about it. I have it too. Hurts me to pull my seatbelt. I'm quoting. <laughs> this, I went, was, are you sure this doctor wasn't my brother? It was You're like, fine. Yeah. Walk it off. So I'm like, Okay. <laughs> Sounds great. And then I had this like little weird skin condition that I battle every now. It's not contagious. It's just this weird little spots come up on me. And I was gotcha. like, can I have the cream for it? And he was like, I don't know if I really want to give it to I mean, it's not great for your kidneys. I'm like, I, it, you know what's not great for me? Looking like, you know, I've got some kind of alien disease. And it goes away within a day if I take this ah. pill and the cream. And he's mm. oh, but this is so yeah. I don't see that doctor. Where is anymore. he running this out of like a TGI yeah, Fridays? Kaiser. Kaiser. Ah. And normally Kaiser. I'm, uh, Kaiser. Okay. You know. Anyways, um, I've had this arm injury, and so our good friend Johnny Laquasto, great guy, who is a licensed physical therapist, hell of a jawline, at a, a schmodown recently. Mm-hmm. I said, so, oh, Johnny, you might have to fix my rotator cuff, man. It's getting worse and worse because it got to the point, you know, rat, ratsy, uh-huh. Adelaide, Grace's yes. two pound Chihuahua. Uh-huh. Couldn't lift it with my left arm. What? That's how bad my arm was hurting. Yeah, think about what you would happen with the Chipotle right. burrito. Right. Barely could eat. Damn. So I have the boditorium in my apartment. Yeah. I have a gym in my apartment. The in-home boditorium. In-home boditorium. Mm-hmm. And I can't use it. It's sitting there empty. Collecting dust. Collecting dust. My like weight's going John's up and everything. Because I love working out. Yeah. So he goes, let me take a look. He does like a couple tests. And he goes, it's not your rotator cuff. He goes, hold on. Let me do your arm. And this is one thing I have to like hold my palms up and push up while he pushes down. And I'm like, ah, he's like, oh, there it is. Bicep tendonitis. 
goes, that's what you've had. I go, found the hole. I, I go, for two years. He goes, oh, yeah, yeah. And I go, I've been trying not to sleep on the side. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of nerves there. If you sleep on the side, it could affect it, make it worse. Interesting. Because, yeah, there's nothing you really can do. Rest, stretching, ice regularly. I've done it. I'm back in the gym. I'm not lifting more than 15 pounds, 20 Smart. pounds at yep. the most, because uh, I'm not pitching this weekend. Yeah. Um, but point being, real-life injuries, they've been on my mind and your mind, too. Yeah. You well, you you have some theories on this. Well, here's the thing, okay? I feel like, and I think you're going to go with me on this one. I hope okay? so. It's like, why as, as adults mm-hmm. in our mid-30s, oh. are we playing <laughs> extended <laughs> yeah. games mm-hmm. of basketball? Right. Or extended, like, long seasons of softball. Softball. Or, like, pick up hockey. Yeah. Or, you know... Anything where you have to like, okay, yeah, Ken, yeah, we all know when we were kids, you can work out. I listen. I hit the exer bike. I do some push ups. Whatever. Spin, yep. I do. You know, I hit the spin. Yeah. Uh, I've I've done a yoga every now and you then. The I've, I've yep. you know anything that Amanda wants me to come to a workout with her, I usually yeah. go to it. Okay, smart man. I walk in the collider the other day. Roka's got a brace on his knee. Right. Harry can't use her elbow. Bob Finstock tore his Achilles playing basketball. Yeah. Mark Ellis, uh, he like. Something with his wrist, JTE his whole body, right? You don't, why are we doing this to ourselves? My buddy uh, got a puck to the face the other night in pickup hockey, broke his cheekbone. Right. Okay. What, why are we, okay, listen, I understand there's a thing about working out. I understand. But is it really, activity is a good thing. Physical activity. I play golf. You know what Mm -hmm. I do? I walk the course. Okay. You know, you know how many miles you walk in 18 holes? It's, good it's a solid six and a half to seven miles that you yep. walk during 18 oh, yeah. holes. You get your exercise in there. Yep. You get some sun, drink a couple beers, whatever you want to do. It's a nice workout. You're outside with your friends. You go bowling. You could throw the ball, oh, yeah. whatever. You go on a power walk around a mall. I don't care. Why am I just I... did four miles at the zoo last weekend. It's fantastic. Good. That's a good step day. Yep. What I'm saying is, is pickup basketball that much fun? That you're gonna hurt yourself. Is playing softball with your butt is it that much fun that yeah. you to get hurt, it's worth it? It's yeah. What I'm saying, Ken. I agree. I hear where you're going and I agree with it. All moderation. I'm an adult. I don't need to mm. be out there still flexing like I'm 18, thinking like right. you know, I played high school baseball. I was a high school swimmer. I'm gonna race because our bodies are stagnant. We work office jobs or right. we're, we're not super active. Our kids, yeah. you get older, all of a sudden you hit a softball, you take off to first base, you shred your <laughs> hamstring. Yeah. And you then you're laid up forever. And your yeah. hamstring never fully heals because you know why, Ken? We don't have a training staff from the Toronto Blue Jays <laughs> fixing our hamstrings. These professional yes. athletes. Uh, yes. yes. True, true story. Yes. Okay. Uh, Amanda goes to spin class. Okay. Yes. And one of my favorite Pittsburgh Steelers, if not my favorite Pittsburgh Steeler of all time, a man by the name of Troy Palomalo goes, right. goes to her spin class. Really? Right. So he's talking to the spin instructor afterwards. And uh, he's still got the hair. Oh yeah, he'll never cut yeah, the hair. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he can't. You can't. Know, yeah, it's yeah. part of the culture. I mean, he trims it. It doesn't mm-hmm. like it's not like down to his waist or anything. Right, right, right. Uh, usually, when he goes to like formal events, he puts it up in a bun. Sure, sure. But, but okay. So he's talking to the spin instructor, and just what happens that this this certain spin instructor is also a physical therapist, like one okay. Johnny LaCosta. I mean, right. he's, he's a licensed, and 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 he's talking to Troy and whatever. And so he walks away, and I was like, "What did Troy talk to you about?" Because yeah, I didn't yeah, want to yeah, go through yeah, like, yeah. hey, "Hey, Troy, um, mm-hmm. just wanted." Well, I was I was at the game when you intercepted against the Raven. Um, 
Shoot. I, Why are you crying? I, I did, I lost, I, I'm sweating through my pants. So, um, so he's like, oh, he still has like lingering hamstring issues. I was like, mm. he tore his hamstring in like the mm-hmm. fifth, in his fifth year in the league and played through it. Right. So you're telling me that a professional athlete who had all of the, all of the top healthcare in the world yeah. still has tr- trouble with his hamstrings? Like on cold days, he can't move. Well. Right? Yeah. Jerome yeah. Bettis still talks about the fact that his groin always hurts. He tore his groin. That was it. Yes. So what, am, what are we doing? We're not professional athletes. No. Why are you out there playing pickup basketball? When I was a kid, my dad played in those adult basketball leagues. Oh, yeah. Like 60 it's knee Tuesday braces. Night, Deb. Yeah. I'm heading out to the gym with the boys. Male spanks. Every kind of like <laughs> copper. A headband. Sock. Headband. Everything that they could get. My dad would come in like, God, it hurts so bad. Why are you doing it? Just get on the treadmill or an elliptical the, or a bike. The softball. You listen, Ken. My we roommate, can go to a bar. Yeah, my roommate after we work out and have yeah. a couple drinks. Yeah, we don't need softball to play drinks and tear our Achilles. Uh, my roommate hurt himself. My old roommate hurt himself playing softball. <clears throat> uh, I agree, dude. I you're right because it, it. I think it taps into this desire to be an athlete, a yeah. pro athlete. Mm-hmm. I had it. You had it. We all had it. Like I get it. And I, I yeah. Let's people might argue with the. Well, hey, it's being active. No, I totally get that. I'm hit, sure. I'm hitting the gym. And you're doing yoga. You're hitting the pipes. Working yes. up. I believe in activity, hiking, whatever you want to do. 100%. But there's something that switches in. Yeah. When it's like, oh, my hockey team. Your yeah. hockey, we play for the Nashville uh, Predators. Predators, the Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah. No, no, no. The Simi Valley men's 40 and above A team. Yeah. What? Right. And, they, and, and, and it's so intense, and you're living this fantasy that we all have had. Yeah. And you might pay the price for it. Well, I've seen it in the wrestling ring. People go, and I, they're mid-40s. I'm going to finally become a wrestler. I'm going to wrestle a match. Bust their elbow. 100%. And, and you're right. You don't have the Dodgers training staff. You don't. You, I barely have Johnny LaQuasta when he's in town not doing USO comedy tours. <laughs> Got to be careful. You, here, our bodies aren't meant to compete. in yeah. in Because... Listen, you're stagnant, and all of a sudden you're sprinting, and then you're stagnant, you're sprinting. Your body isn't ready for that. You know why? Because all day you're filing TPS reports, and then that night you stretch for two minutes, and you think you're you Amir Yager. What is it that you do here, Ken? Because it's not sprinting around a basketball what court. Okay? Say that you do here. Yeah. Um, I totally agree. And you mentioned the groin. I'm not on Jerome Bettis's level. I'm None not of the, us are, Ken. not in the NFL Hall of Fame. Yeah. But in about 2002... I was getting into shape and running, right? Running. Right. I don't run right. I, I understand that's the correct form. You're I like Tom Selleck in Mr. Baseball. Had a yes. hole in the swing. Yes. I don't have. I don't run well. My old friend Dave would say you're like a hippopotamus stamping out a fire. Um, <laughs> so I pulled my growing. Okay. When I say pulled, it wasn't like, oh, it's kind of hurting. I had to go to the hospital Jesus. because it sounded, it felt like someone had a, a sword and was jamming it into my taint. For days. See? And after an embarrassing, I, the doctor, and I was like, all right, please be like Dr. Burt, who's <laughs> 72. And right. he's like, let me see let your wing-wang. Yeah. It was no joke. Like this doctor, uh, 28 out of med school, uh, gorgeous uh, oh, woman awesome. walks in, and she has to ask me to pull my pants down. And she does the check, and then she got asked, like, are you... Uh, <laughs> did you recently change sexual partners? I'm like, honey, I haven't started sex yeah. yet. Yeah. Um, long story, side note, 10 years later or so, no, actually left five, six years later. Uh, that's uh, one of my new friend's fiance. Get out of here. She walks into this wrestling locker room. He was filming a documentary about a wrestling league. And I'm like, where do I know her? And my <laughs> friend's Ryan's like, oh, this is a, you know, I forget, I forget her name. It's been years. And he's like, yeah, she's a doctor. Works. I was like, 
is she a doctor for Kaiser? It's like, yeah. I was like, she's seen my penis. <laughs> <laughs> um, point being, that was 2002. Correct. You still have Now trouble. to this day, if I run or try to run or walk fast to Target down the street, <laughs> my growing goes out. Yeah. So why am I going to suddenly play lunch league softball in Burbank right. every Sunday? Right. I, I never... The only thing left athletically that I can do that is impressive, Ken, right. is get a hole-in-one in golf. I still don't have one. That's all I want. I know I'm never going to bowl a 300 game. I know I'm never going to run a Bo Jackson 4 yeah. 40 I'm never going to be an Olympic swimmer. Right. I'm never going to play baseball for the Pittsburgh Pirates. I'm never going to play cornerback for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay? My friend Corey has a hole-in-one, a registered at Knollwood and Balboa. Damn, uh, Knollwood's a good... Uh, Granada Hills, Port Ranch. Knollwood's a tough course. He, he's, he, was, he would go... We'd play golf in Van Nuys... He'd tell you about it. He would no, no, no. He was great. He he'd outdrive me with a sand wedge, and I was using a one iron. <laughs> like I'm like Corey, how you doing this? He's like, I don't know. He's just as just natural huge. Athlete. Yeah, that happens with natural athletes. I'm not one of them. But Ken. even he doesn't yeah. go. You know why he doesn't go play? He pulled his 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 uh, Achilles. He broke. Yeah. He, I still thought Ken, I when I doing go by, soccer. I had a skateboard. I loved skateboarding when I was a kid. Yeah, I take my little nephew to the skateboard park. Bucky Lasik. I, I hurt my hip so bad at this yeah. skateboard park. This was a year and a half ago. Right, right. I'm still hurting. It still hurts. Yes. I swear to God, I can't sleep on my left side because I'm a side sleeper. Oh, so now I have to sleep too. on my stomach. At this arm, I can't sleep. Yeah, I'll sleep on a stomach. Stu- I can't do back. Mm-hmm. I, when you sleep on your back, it seems like you're depressed. You're uh-huh. just naturally more depressed. And you also, oh. it's bad for breathing. Yeah. Oh, and I, I have a snoring problem, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's look, if you're out there and you're like, hey, but look, look, we know, like, we're friends with Cody Decker. Yes. The dude has played in the major leagues. He is uh, currently tearing it up AAA Reno for the Reno Aces nice. for Arizona Diamondbacks. He is 30 31, right? Yeah. Uh, I see what he puts into it. It's a fucking lot of work, man. It is a 365, it's Christmas morning and I'm deadlifting 400 pounds type yeah. of thing. Tom Dagnino yeah. was on crutches. And partially a wheelchair for almost a year after he tore his Achilles. And at the time, I liked him less, and I was willing to push him over. <laughs> yeah. No. Yes, but you're right. It was like, Tom, what happened? Uh, uh, play pickup basketball. Uh, it was, uh, yeah, it was, uh, I think he was playing baseball. And, yeah. uh, man, they were going to basketball. Yeah, and, yeah, it's pretty good, you know, yeah. I do a good deck, you know. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah you know, but you know what's funny, though? All these people that play. Roca. Roca's, you know, had a decent athletic history in his life. Perry plays all the time. All these people are saying. The one who's not nursing anything, though, is JTE. Yeah. That guy just keeps on plugging. Maybe he's away. a genetic freak. I think he is. I think, but I think you're right. I think you're right. Be careful. I'm not out saying there. don't get active. Be in activities. Do act. Get active. Well, play the, sixty. Whatever they call it these days. NFL play sixty. Go take a couple mile walk with somebody. Walk mm-hmm. up a hill. That's what Josh and I are doing after we're, we record this show. We're gonna take a walk. Okay. I went, our friend Owen Mugan was on our show yeah. recently. Co host this is life with me. We went downtown, downtown LA. We took the mm-hmm. subway down there, met some friends, uh, and we did a little bar hop downtown. Yeah. I got some great tacos okay. at a at a taco place downtown. Fantastic. We walked four point one miles. See, there you go. You you burned calories. You had a good time. Yeah. Did a walk. Yeah. Ken, I'm not asking you to sprint a forty. No. Okay. I'm not actually play professional high lie. Here's what you. Eat better. Eat better. That's what I have to do. You have to do. Everyone has to do. We'll start our diet after Portos. Okay. But eat better mm-hmm. and do some light calisthenics. Correct. And some, and some get in the gym. Yeah. Correct. All right. You're that's, 100% that's, right. That's, that's, uh, that's your plan from Doctors Makuga at mm-hmm. Napsack. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that. Well, I think we're almost towards the end okay. here. There. Uh, I don't want to give any spoilers, including emotional reactions. But are you going to see Solo, a Star Wars story? I, dude, I, I can't wait. Han Solo is my favorite Star Wars character. Yeah, yeah. He's, if I was a Star Wars character, I would be Han Solo. You would be Han Solo. I'd be Han Solo. You would be Han Solo. I'd well, get frozen carbonate. My bad. Yeah. 
I hope you check it out. Yeah. So I hope you check it out. I, I'm not. Can you sell? Just sell me. I'm going to give you 15 seconds. Give me right. the elevator pitch of why you think I, Josh McCuga, Josh would McCuga. like Han Solo. Solo uh, Star Wars. A Star. funny, wisecracking guy with a heart of gold who has a problem with authorities trying to make his way in the galaxy. And it, it doesn't go as planned, but he learns the lesson he needs. That's Boom. a three-act comedy, Ken. Boom. That's exactly what I needed. Yeah. That's what I want. That's the one. I guarantee you that's what they how they pitch Love Actually. So... You, I find that love actually does exist. I love that movie. Yes. No. So, yeah, go see it. You know, okay. I, I envy you being a casual Star Wars fan. Mm-hmm. It's great. I envy you. I, I'm so in. I'm so in deep. I envy you being just a casual Bad Boys 2 fan, Ken, because some days I wake up and I have to fight for my right to be a bad boy. I mean, you see Young Guns 2 sitting on my, right there. Uh, my TV it's, counter it's, there. I, I'm just waiting because I, I have Young Guns 2 on my DVR saved. Oh, yeah. I'm just waiting for when Young Guns pops up one day and I can finally record Boom. it. Boom. We'll yeah. do that. Well, that is the afternoons. The afternoons, Ken. For this week. And believe it or not, Josh, we, we remembered our slogan. We did. Right? Hit me, baby. Doesn't matter when you listen. It's always the afternoon. Boom. That's right. The afternoon's currently here in the Knapsack Files podcast feed. But very shortly, very soon, its own RSS feed, its own podcast. We'll give you that information. You can follow us at Ken Knapsack, at Josh McCuga, and we're going to let you guys know. And we're going to take this new adventure, Josh. New adventure. You never know what's going to happen. You never know who's going to come in. This could be the afternoon show that will rule the world forever. Mark Riley yelling at things. Uh, Grace and Josh giving me portals. Mark Ellis will come back. We'll play some Magic the Gathering. A lot of things can happen here in the afternoons because, as we always say again, Josh, doesn't matter when you listen, Ken. It's always the afternoon. <laughs>